In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Do you know that you're loved with an everlasting love? Do you know that God is for you and not against you? Oh, I've heard people say, God hates me. Oh no, they hate themselves. But God doesn't hate anyone. He loves. Do you know that what Hitler was doing, God condemned, but he loved Hitler? He wanted Hitler to change. It doesn't seem like it changed. But God's love is for everyone. For everyone. He does not change. As a matter of fact, he is love. God is love. And he loves you. And he's got plans for your life. He's got plans for your life. Oh, yes. How we need to preach the word of God on the radio. How we need to preach the word of God wherever we go. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And that he saves sinners by the blood that he shed at Calvary. I'm reading from Luke 5, verse 12. Once when he was in one of the cities, there was a man covered with leprosy. You know, leprosy could only be a zit on your face that was considered leprosy. But this was man was covered with skin problem. And when he saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you choose, you can make me clean. Then Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him. Immediately, the leprosy left him. What about you? What are you going to the Lord with? Oh, yes. We need to spill over, not only for ourselves. We need to care about the people around us. We need to pray for the people around us. We're not only thinking of ourselves. Christianity is not I beloved me. Christianity is God loves me. Therefore, I can love other people. I can pray for other people. Just yesterday, we were talking about authority, that God has given you authority to pray for the sick, to cast out demons. Let's continue. And as he ordered him to tell no one, go, he said, and show yourself to the priest. And as Moses commanded, make an offering for your cleansing, for a testimony to them. But now more than ever, the word about Jesus spread abroad. Many crowds would gather to hear him and to be cured by their diseases. But listen to what he would do. But he would withdraw to deserted places and pray. Do you know that? That Jesus as a man needed to pray to the Father? 
needed to experience the unction of the Holy Spirit? Oh yes, he needed to pray. And if Jesus needed to pray, how much more do I need to pray? How much more do you need to pray? It's all about spending time with the Lord God. What about you? When's the last time you spent time with the Lord God? When is that? Or was it, well, you know, I, I pray in the car. Well, that's all right to pray in the car, but you need to spend time with Jesus. We are only as strong as our prayer life. The first thing the devil will attack is your prayer life. Having the gift of piety in prayer is like the, the gift that keeps on giving. You know, the supernatural realm is released through interior stillness. When we can just be still and be alone with the Lord, then the supernatural can flow out of it. We only can release what we've been given. So when we pray, when we're with the Lord, we draw in heaven into ourselves. And then when we draw in heaven, we release it. And even as we look, as Jesus healed the leper, when Jesus came to the scene as a healer, the first thing he would demand from the people is faith. You know, the leper said, Lord, if you chose, you can make me clean. He already knew he was Lord. Jesus tells the woman with the blood, your faith has made you, your faith has made you healed. You know, all healings begin with faith and in the spiritual realm. <laughs> and we do have authority. You know, within Jesus, he contains a whole universe in his soul. So when we receive Jesus, we then receive and we have authority over not only sickness, not only demons, but the weather. We have authority over the whole universe when we possess Christ because Jesus possesses everything. So when you possess everything, you possess Jesus. When you possess Jesus, you possess everything. And he has given you authority over everything. But the thing is, it first comes and this authority comes with intimacy with Jesus, intimacy with the Lord. We know Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, we receive this through a life of prayer. When we give up things of the world and we lose attachments to things of the world, we become more attached to the gifts and the pleasures of heaven. We, and that's what Jesus calls us to do. Pray. Pray always, thanking God in every situation. Thank you, Lord, that I don't feel like praying today, but thank you, Lord, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that I don't feel your presence when I pray, but thank you, Lord, I'm going to do it anyway. You see, we need to make an, a, a commitment to pray. Jesus went to a deserted place to seek the face of the Father. Jesus is God, and as a human being, he needed to be with the Father. He needed to pray. Without his prayer, he could not do the great acts that he was doing. This is so important, so important. I'm reading from Luke 5:17. One day, 
while he was teaching. The Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting near, nearby. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. They're looking to catch Jesus in his speech. What does he say wrong? And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal. I tell you, the power of the Lord is with us to heal, to heal the sick. The power of the Lord is with you to heal the sick. The power of the Lord is with you who feel so insecure and you're afraid of the devil. The devil's afraid of you. Get over it. Get over it. Get over it. The devil's afraid of you. If you have Jesus living in your heart, the devil says when you wake up, I've got trouble. I've got trouble today. Let's continue. Just then, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. Do you have friends that bring you to Jesus? I once was told about a retreat that we had as seminarians. I didn't go to this retreat. But one of the priests that was giving the retreat, one kid asked him, what about friendship? And the priest said, if your friend doesn't bring you to Jesus, dump him. Well, they got really upset. If your friend doesn't bring you to Jesus, dump him. What about being close and feeling? It's not about feeling. It's about faith, the Lord said to this priest. You know, this is real stuff. This is real stuff. God wants to extend his presence through you. And what about your friends? Who are they? Do they lead you closer to Jesus? Or do they lead you away from Jesus? What about your friends? We need friends that bring us to Christ. We need friends that when we're down, they'll pray for us. We need friends that when they're down, we'll pray for them. It's all about being close to Jesus. What about your friends again? Who are they? Do they love the Lord? Have they surrendered their life to the Lord? You say, but I can't make that happen. That's right, but you can choose your friends. And you know, right now, maybe you don't have friends on this earth. I'm friends with all the saints in heaven. We're living in mystical union with all of heaven. Jesus has given us the grace of this intercession. So St. Anthony is my friend. St. Thomas is my friend. The Blessed Mother is my friend. And they're real, and they're alive, and they're, and they're more alive than us because they're at the throne of God. But they sit there to intercede with their prayers for you. And you know, when you ask for the intercession of saints, what Jesus has showed me, you start to take on the charisms of them. So when I was at the monastery, 
I was praying for the intercession of St. Anthony the Abbot, who was my patron saint, but he was the first monk. And then all of a sudden, Jesus started giving me the infused grace of being able to sit in stillness in front of the Eucharist for hours and hours and hours. And I would pray to, who else? St. John of the Cross. And I would ask St. John the Cross for his intercession to take my prayers to Jesus for me. And I would start to receive mystical revelation from the Lord that he received. This is all, like Father Tom says, it's all real. And we don't want to limit Jesus or what he's given to us. That's why when we pray the rosary and we reflect on the life of Jesus and the mysteries of his life in the Bible, not only do we get divine infusions of the life of Jesus, but we get divine infusions of the Blessed Mother, which Jesus has given to her by her spirit. We begin to become overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit like our Blessed Mother was. We begin to gain her purity. Like the Jesus gave his blessed mother, we begin to get have authority over the demonic realm because Jesus gave all authority to his blessed uh, blessed mother over the demonic realm. And you know, the devil is not only in a war with Jesus, but he's in a war with Jesus's people, Jesus's church, Jesus's saints, all of Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit's taking me here, but... It's very important to even know that the devil, he hates Jesus, but he really is at war with the Blessed Mother. Because when the devil found out that in Jesus' wisdom, the devil knew he was a creature and God was in Jesus' God. And he knew that. But when the devil really began to rebel and he couldn't take it, it's when he found out that he was going to become displaced as the highest, most beautiful created being by a 14-year-old virgin, our Blessed Mother. And this happened before the foundations of the world. As soon as Lucifer found out that God was going to displace him as the a, as a greatest created creature, by our Blessed Mother, and he was going to give our Blessed Mother queenship over all of creation, over all the created beings, then the war began. The war began, and the war continues. The war continues. But we don't want to center upon the war. We want to center upon the victor of the war. Amen. And that's Jesus who was crucified out of love for you, out of love for me. We want to center upon the wonderful death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's continue. When Jesus saw their faith, the faith of the four men that lowered him down, the Lord said, your sins I've forgiven you, I'm going to tell you. The Pharisees are going to be upset about this. Your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, Who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say, 
your sins are forgiven you, or to say, stand up and walk, but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up, take your bed, and go to your home. Immediately he stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to his home. And what was he doing? Glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. Our friends went to Michigan to a conference, and one of the people who comes from England, who is a prophet, said everything that God does through the apostles and through the church, he wants to do through me. And so Peter's shadow would heal the sick. And so what he did is he allowed the shadow of himself to go over the sick people, and people were actually healed by his shadow. But it was Jesus. You see, these are the great things that we don't have any idea about. We don't have any idea about the immensity of what God wants to do in us, to us, and through us. And it's just all about faith. It's all about faith. And faith is an act. Faith is something we act on. And God moves us to deeper and deeper realms of faith through the power of his son, Jesus Christ. That Jesus, he's alive today through you. And we know him through the power of the Holy Spirit. But we need to be intimate with the Lord. Today, Jesus is calling you into a deeper place of prayer. Now, it may be hard for you to pray, but that's okay. It's about being disciplined. You know, St. Paul talks about being like a soldier. We want to be almost militant in what we do. We want to have a mind that is that is very strong because the devil's going to be shooting fiery darts at you. He's going to be giving you thoughts. He's going to what he's going to do is he's going to give you lies and he's going to try to get you to agree with his lies. So then he has so then he drains the authority of Jesus and he takes authority over your mind. But we don't believe the devil's lies. We don't come into agreement with the devil's lies. And how do we know if it's from the devil? If it doesn't give us peace. Because Jesus is the king of peace. If it doesn't have order. Because the devil is the king of chaos. God is the king of order. And you know, we see it in the world. Anything that's not in the has order, it's not of God. We talked yesterday about stepping out in faith, but how to hear the voice of God. Now, I said, I don't very, I don't ever hear the audible voice of God. And not even often the soft, still voice. But what I do, God speaks to me, is through my thoughts. And I feel this is the way He speaks to a lot of people. So when we're still with God and we can just discern our thoughts, we might be walking down the street and think, this lady needs prayer. Now, why did that thought come to your mind? Because God gave you that thought, and we act on it, and you just act on it. So even when God brings up 
even when things are brought up from your past, this is what the Lord's showing me, that things are brought up from your past, maybe traumas, anxieties. When that happens, it's actually a good thing, and you just give it to the Lord. Because what Jesus reveals, he heals. And you know it's a revelation by God because the devil will torment you over these things. But the Holy Spirit will bring them up very softly. And when he brings these things up in memories and anything, and even if the devil is tormenting you over it, it's okay. You just give it to the Lord and you say, Jesus, I give you this right now. And you surrender it to God and he will heal it. And he will heal it. When Jesus, before Jesus heals, he demands faith. He demanded faith. Now, do we have first the faith to be healed by Jesus? Do you have the faith that Jesus can, will, and wants to heal you? That on the cross, Jesus took away all our sins and all our infirmities, and and he already has victory, and now this healing and this victory is just playing out over time in your life when you are ready to receive it, when you are open to the Spirit, when you have faith in what Jesus did and what he is doing. But the greatest thing is what G- after Jesus heals you, then, he, then do we have the faith to step out and release that healing onto other people. Because the secret is the greatest area of warfare in your life you're currently going through, the greatest area of torment, of pain, of suffering that you have, once you allow Jesus to come and heal you of that area, then you have authority over that and you can release healing in that very pain or area that you suffered. So the biggest pain in your life, allow Jesus to come in and heal that in you first because then all other healings will be easy. But then guess what? Jesus is going to send you out with authority over that and he's going to use you to release healing into heaven onto other people who have gone through what you've gone through. God speaks to us through our thoughts. I remember Mary Vasconcellos. She was in a car and they were stopped. In front of the, her was another car. And the Lord said to her through her thoughts, those bolts on the tire need to be tightened. They're loose and they're going to come off. And she said, this is crazy. I have to go tell this person. They're going to think this old lady is nuts. She said, I'm going to do it anyway. So she went to the man and said, would you just do something for an old lady? Would you check the lug nuts on your tire in the back? They're looking at each other saying, this woman is Lulu. But anyway, they end up doing it. And she was absolutely right. They would have died if they were speeding on the on the road. You see, God spoke through her thoughts. This is the way God speaks. And he doesn't speak in condemnation. There is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Now, no condemnation. Anytime you f- experience condemnation, go to the toilet and flush it because that's not where it belongs, in your head, in your body. There is now 
no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. We need the experience of faith, and faith brings about miracles. And our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave his life for us, who was buried for us, and who rose from the dead for us. Our faith is not in our faith. Our faith is in a person, a person that we have centered our life upon. His name is Jesus. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Choose your friends very carefully. If they lead you to Jesus, thank you, God, for good friends. If they don't lead you to Jesus, dump them. They don't deserve to be in your life. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.